Welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk. I'm your host, James Graham, and what a joy to be here in your ear. In this episode, we will begin with the topic entitled, Rejection and Its Effects Emotionally and Mentally. Then we will transition to our segment, How Do We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interests section, and then conclude with our sunflower message. We would love to hear from you. Email us at admin at livelavtalk.com. That's admin at livelavtalk.com. In addition, if listening on Spotify, you can add a voice memo as well as comments and participate in our poll. Also, wherever you listen to the podcast, please follow us so that you're notified of the new episodes when they're released. The topic that we will begin with is entitled Rejection and its Effects Emotionally and Mentally. I remember being in third grade, and there was a girl I liked. I wrote her a note, and you probably can guess what it said. It said, I like you. Do you like me? I had a little three boxes. Yes, no, maybe. Well, what was her response? Well, her response was an emphatic no. She almost said, hell no. Broke my heart. So much so that I remember it 35 years later. I'm sure I'm not alone. Many have the same story. You see, the pain of rejection hits hard. Honestly, As far as the brain is concerned, a broken heart may not be so different from a broken arm. Rejection can have significant emotional and mental effects, triggering feelings of sadness, low self-worth, and anxiety. It may lead to self-doubt, impacting confidence, and contributing to a sense of isolation even. Coping strategies like seeking support, Practicing self-care and reframing negative thoughts can be helpful in navigating these challenges. Moreover, repeated experiences of rejection may contribute to long-term issues such as chronic stress or depression. Individuals might develop defense mechanisms to guard against future rejection, potentially hindering their ability to form new connections. It's crucial to Cultivate resilience, learn from setbacks, and foster a positive mindset to navigate the complex emotions associated with rejection. Fear of rejection can influence even behavior, leading some individuals to avoid risks or opportunities due to a a certain concern about potential failure. This avoidance may limit personal and professional growth Developing a healthy perspective on rejection, understanding that it is a part of life, and using it as an opportunity for learning and growth can contribute to a more resilient and adaptive mindset. Furthermore, chronic experiences of rejection may impact one's overall perceptions of relationships, making it challenging to trust others. It can create a cycle where the fear of rejection influences behavior, 
potentially leading to interpersonal difficulties. Seeking therapeutic support can be valuable in addressing underlying issues and developing coping mechanisms to navigate emotional challenges. The impact that rejection has extends to cognitive processes, influencing how individuals perceive themselves, how they interpret social cues. You see, from ye- for years after the whole third grade incident, it impacted the way I looked at myself when I looked in the mirror. Matter of fact, I saw a hell no. Negative interpretations of ambiguous situations may become more common. And it can affect your self-esteem and reinforce a negative mindset, as I know it did for me. Cultivating a mindful awareness of these thought patterns and challenging negative self-talk can be pivotal in breaking this cycle and promoting a healthier mental outlook. We had a whole show about breaking the cycle of negative self-talk and self-thinking. You see, in some cases, persistent experiences of rejection can even affect the brain's neurobiology. Research suggests that social exclusion activates brain regions associated with physical pain, highlighting the deep connection between emotional and physical well-being. Engaging in activities that promote positive emotions, such as hobbies and social interactions, can counteract some of these neural responses and contribute to emotional resilience. Anyone who lived through a high school gym class knows the anxiety of being picked last for the dodgeball team. The same hurt feelings bubble up when you're excluded from lunch with coworkers. As you get old, or you fail to land the job you interviewed for, or you're dumped by a romantic partner. Yes, rejection feels lousy. Yet for many years, few psychologists turn this thinking into a whole field. You see, it's like the whole field missed this centrally important part of human life. Yet that's changed over the last decade. As a growing number of researchers have turned their eyes toward this uncomfortable fact of life. People have realized just how much our concern with social acceptance spreads its fingers into almost everything we do. Just look at social media. The way people wish to be accepted, they'll do anything You go online, you may see a woman completely naked just to get acceptance, to get likes. As researchers have dug deeper into the roots of rejection, they found surprising evidence that the pain of being excluded is not so different from the pain of physical injury. Rejection also has serious implications for an individual's psychological state, and for society in general. Social rejection can influence emotion, cognition, and even physical health. Ostracized people sometimes become aggressive and can turn to violence. 
in 2003, 15 cases of school shooters analyzed were found to have suffered from social rejection. The aftermath of rejection may prompt individuals to reevaluate their goals, values, and identity. This process of self-reflection, though challenging, can lead to personal growth and a deeper understanding of oneself. It's important to recognize that if you are rejected, it doesn't define your self-worth. And the ability to adapt and learn from setbacks can even foster emotional strength and more resilient mindset in the face of future challenges. You know, like the old saying, Whatever doesn't kill you make you stronger. Furthermore, the effects of rejection can transcend individual well-being and influence broader social dynamics. In a societal context, patterns of rejection or exclusion based on various factors like race, gender, or socioeconomic status can contribute to systemic issues, perpetuating inequalities and impacting mental health on a larger scale. Addressing these issues requires collective efforts to promote inclusivity, empathy, and understanding. As clever as human beings are, we rely on social groups for survival. We evolved to live in cooperative societies, and for the most of human history, we depended on those groups for our lives like hunger or thirst, our need for acceptance emerged as a mechanism for survival. A solitary human being could not have survived during the six million years that it took for this earth to come along. And then here comes human society. With today's modern conveniences, a person can physically survive a solitary existence, but that existence is probably not a happy one. See, it took human beings years to develop a sense of need for each other. As Adam was on earth by himself, yet when Eve came along, that's when we can say the need for others started. And from there, we learn of their children, and the social rejection between each other. Within that social rejection, and we come down to the day, it will activate brain regions. The same ones that are involved in physical pain. That's why it hurts so bad. You see, it may take time to deal with a bad breakup or being fired. But most people eventually get over the pain and hurt feelings of rejection. When people are chronically rejected or excluded, however, the results may be severe. Depression, substance abuse, even suicide are not uncommon responses. One beautiful lady, just three years ago, she was actually Miss America was so alone that she jumped from a building and killed herself. 
long-term ostracism seems to be very devastating. People finally give up. A lot of times, people don't want to talk about being rejected. And because rejected people may adopt behaviors such as aggression that serve to further isolate them, they seem to have a lack of social success. Understanding and acknowledging the impact of rejection can foster empathy in interpersonal relationships. Recognizing that everyone faces rejection at some point, yet they can create a more compassionate and supportive social environment by building resilience, both on an individual and societal level, they can promote open communication, which will foster a sense of belonging and work collaboratively to dismantle stigma associated with failure or even the rejection of fellow humans. The emotional and mental effects of rejection are complex. That is true. We all have felt it. But it's what we did about it. For me, that third grade boy decided that he was going to create a persona inside of himself that was different. No longer the little shy fellow that didn't really understand himself and didn't know who he was. He began to develop this whole cool persona. Those of you who know me, you see it and you think that's natural. It's natural now because I adopted it 35 years ago the style of dress, the style of speech, the style period came from rejection and wanting to be the opposite, wanted to be socially accepted, wanted to ex be accepted with even myself. We have self-esteem, each of us. We live in society. So when we reject it, it can leave lasting imprints. However, what are we going to do? Are we going to cultivate resilience? Seek support, possibly? Are we going to foster a positive mindset? Yes, individuals can navigate these challenges, learn from experiences, and ultimately contribute to a more empathetic and inclusive social fabric. And in doing so, as life continues to move on and move forward, it's imperative that as you build yourself and as you create your own self-esteem, that you surround yourself with those who support it as well. And only then can you take away the sting of rejection. Our How Did We Get Here segment is about suicide among youths. So we're going to give you a number. 988. Simply 988. 
if you are having serious concerns, you feel like you need help. Or if you're a friend of an individual who needs help, 988 on your cellular phone. Suicide among youths is a serious and concerning issue. Influenced by various factors such as mental health struggles, bullying, family dynamics, and societal pressures. Early detection of mental health issues, open communication, and accessible mental health resources are crucial in preventing youth suicide. Creating supportive environments and reducing stigma around mental health are essential steps toward addressing the complex and tragic phenomenon. If you or someone you know is struggling, seek professional help. This is vital. Dial 988. The share of high school students who experience what is known as suicidality that includes suicidal thoughts, plans, and attempts, increased in just 10 years. And according to new data from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, in the CDC, they found that after a brief two-year decline, the total number of suicide deaths has increased, especially among a group that it wasn't even prevalent decades ago, among people of color. Together, these findings are consistent with evidence of an ongoing mental health and suicide crisis, especially among adolescents and young adults, and they underscore the need for continued efforts to address this public health issue. Overall, 22% of high school students in the recent survey said that they have had serious concerns and even considered suicide within the past year, up from 16% just 10 years ago. 18% said that they had made a suicide plan, and 10% said they attempted suicide at least once, compared with 13% and 8%, respectively, 10 years earlier. All demographic groups across race ethnicity, and sex experience increases in suicide risks since 2013. But certain groups face greater risks than others. Female students continue to be at higher risk for suicidal thoughts and behaviors than their male counterparts. Three in ten females say that they seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year, and nearly a quarter had made a suicide plan. This represents a 60% increase in both measures over the past decade. During the same period, suicide attempts by female students increased by 30%. Here's a difference from just a few years ago. The fact that black students were more likely to attempt suicide than their Asian, Hispanic, or white peers. That is a complete 180. A higher percentage of what the CDC 
categorizes as American Indian and Alaska Native students experienced suicidality in 2021 than all other races and ethnicities. This finding is consistent with evidence that suicide rates are the highest for American Indian and Alaska Native people across all age groups compared with other racial or ethnic groups. LGBTQ plus teens were three times more likely to consider suicide than their heterosexual peers. They were also more likely to make suicide plans and attempts. Nearly six in ten students, that's 58%, who had same-sex partners considered suicide, compared with 26% of students who only had opposite-sex partners. Those who had any same-sex partners were also more likely to make suicide plans and attempts than those who only had opposite-sex partners. Suicide is one of the leading causes of death in the United States. A lot of people don't know that. One of the leading causes of death in the United States, with more than 48,000 people of all ages dying by suicide in just the last year. Yet millions more thought about it. Millions more planned it. Millions more attempted suicide. People 10 to 24 years old account for 14% of all suicides. That number surpasses 6,500 deaths each year which made suicide the third leading cause of death for this age group. And that's why we're having this podcast. Studies have shown that more than half of people who die by suicide visit a health care provider within four weeks of their death, giving providers an opportunity to identify suicide risks and patients they interact with and a chance to connect them to potentially life-saving care. Social isolation. Academic stress and identity struggles contribute to the vulnerability of young individuals. Prevention efforts should focus on promoting mental health awareness in educational institutions, providing counseling services, and encouraging open discussions about emotional well-being. Collaborative efforts between schools, families, and mental health professionals are essential in creating a comprehensive support system for youths facing these challenges. Furthermore, the role of social media and online interactions cannot be overlooked in understanding the factors contributing to youth suicide. Cyberbullying and the constant comparison facilitated by digital platforms can exacerbate feelings of inadequacy and isolation. Initiatives to promote responsible online behavior and educate youths about the impact of cyberbullying are crucial components of a comprehensive approach of addressing mental health challenges in this digital age. Moreover, recognizing the diversity of experiences within the youth population is essential. LGBTQ plus youths, for example, face unique stressors related to societal stigma and discrimination, contributing to higher rates of mental health challenges and suicide risk. 
cultivating inclusive environments, implementing anti-discrimination policies, and providing targeted support for marginalized groups are vital steps toward reducing these disparities and fostering a more supportive society for all youths. The importance of destigmatizing mental health issues cannot be overstated. Many youths hesitate to seek help due to fear of judgment, of societal stigma. Promoting open conversations, normalizing mental health discussions, and integrating mental health education into school curricula can contribute to breaking down these barriers, encouraging early intervention, and ultimately saving lives. Furthermore, improving access to mental health resources is critical in preventing youth suicide. This includes ensuring that mental health services are affordable, accessible, and destigmatized. Collaborative efforts among healthcare providers, educators, Policymakers and community organizations are essential to create a comprehensive network of support for young individuals who may be struggling with their mental health. Moreover, family dynamics play a pivotal role in a youth's mental health. Building strong family connections, fostering open communication, and providing a supportive home environment can act as protective factors. Educating parents and caregivers about recognizing signs of distress in their children and creating spaces for them to express their emotions can contribute to early intervention and the overall well-being of youth. And the media's portrayal of suicide can influence vulnerable youths. Responsible reporting guidelines can help mitigate the risk of contagion. Collaborating with media outlets to promote accurate and sensitive portrayals of suicide while avoiding graphic details is crucial. This, coupled with public awareness campaigns, contributes to a safer media environment that minimizes the potential negative impact on vulnerable individuals. Addressing youth suicide requires a collaborative approach. From enhancing mental health education and access to resources to fostering supportive environments in schools and families, proactive efforts are essential. And again, by destigmatizing mental health, promoting responsible online behavior, and creating inclusive spaces for diverse experiences, society can work together to prevent youth suicide and provide the necessary support for those in need. Yet when we go back and we look at the numbers that we discussed earlier, when we see that suicide is just a high number in the United States of deaths responsible for thousands, when we see that our youth are suffering, 22% saying that they have considered suicide just within the last year. And the numbers are just staggering. We have to ask ourselves, how did we get here? Coaching Little League as a hobby 
can be rewarding. And it goes beyond teaching sports skills. It provides an opportunity to instill important life lessons, such as teamwork, discipline, and resilience in young players. Additionally, being a positive role model and fostering a love for physical activity can contribute to the overall development of children both on and off the field. Moreover, coaching Little League allows you to create a supportive and inclusive community for kids, fostering a sense of belonging and camaraderie. It's a chance to contribute to their personal growth, boost their self-esteem, and help them build lasting friendships through shared experiences in sports. The joy of seeing players develop their skills and passion for the game can be immensely fulfilling. Additionally, coaching Little League provides opportunities for developing effective communication and leadership skills. Managing a diverse group of young players and collaborating with parents requires clear communication and organizational abilities. It's a chance to inspire and motivate youngsters, helping them understand the value of hard work, perseverance, and sportsmanship in both victories and defeats. These coaching experiences can also enhance your own interpersonal skills in various aspects of life. Coaching Little League involves creating a positive and fun learning environment, tailoring drills and activities to match the age and skill level of the players ensures that they enjoy the sport while steadily improving. This creative aspect of coaching allows you to design engaging practices that not only enhance their athletic abilities, but also keeps them excited about participating in the sport. It's a dynamic and fulfilling way to share your love for the game with the next generation. Moreover, coaching Little League provides an avenue for fostering a sense of sportsmanship and fair play. Emphasizing respect for opponents, officials, and teammates helps instill values that extend beyond the baseball diamond. Teaching young players how to handle success and setbacks with grace contributes to their character development and prepares them for challenges that they may encounter in various aspects of life. As a coach, you play a pivotal role in shaping these important life lessons. Many times, individuals will quote the things that their coach said to them, even as a child. Additionally, being a Little League coach offers opportunities for involvement in the local community. Organizing events, participating in fundraisers, and collaborating with other coaches contributes to a sense of community spirit. It allows you to form connections not only with players and their families, but also with fellow coaches, volunteers, and community members who share a passion for youth development through sports. This sense of community engagement can add a deeper layer of satisfaction to your coaching experience. Coaching often involves adapting to the unique needs and personalities of each player. Tailoring your style to accommodate different learning preferences and strengths helps create an inclusive environment where every child feels valued and supported. This adaptability not only enhances your coaching skills, but also contributes to the overall positive experience for the young athletes under your guidance. It's a dynamic and enriching aspect of the coaching journey. 
In conclusion, coaching literally is a hobby that one can reap rich benefits. As it's more than just teaching kids how to play a sport. It's about fostering a sense of community, instilling important life values, and contributing to the holistic development of young individuals. The joy of witnessing their growth, both in terms of skills and character, makes coaching a fulfilling and impactful pastime that leaves a lasting positive impact on the lives of the players and the community at large. Our sunflower message is a positive word from me to you, our wonderful podcast audience. Your decision to tune in today reflects your curiosity, openness, and commitment to personal growth. You saw our title. Possibly you follow us anyway. Maybe you're just a friend of the program. Yet you tuned in today. Remember, each day is an opportunity for new discoveries and positive moments. Embrace the journey. Stay inspired and know that you're part of a community that values your unique perspective. I want to thank you for being here. And let's make this podcast experience together weekly, truly uplifting and enriching. In this shared space of audio exploration, let's celebrate the power of diverse voices and ideas because see you're not alone on this journey your presence adds vibrancy to our collective narrative as we navigate topics together let's cultivate a mindset of kindness curiosity and resilience remember the positive energy you bring to the podcast echoes beyond the audio waves into your everyday life. So, enjoy. Come back. And let's create moments of joy, learning, and inspiration together. On Cash App, dollar sign Live Laugh Talk, on Twitter at Live Laugh Talker, and on your podcast platform, you can press the dollar sign and donate to support our podcast. You see, each and, and every dollar is appreciated and used only for the growth of the podcast. Also, remember to rate us the highest on your podcast platform. Tell your friends, family, colleagues about it. Go to Etsy. Search How Did We Get Here? Or you can search the name of the show, Live, Left Talk. Or my name, James Graham. Whichever one you remember. And there's plenty of merchandise. The merchandise just have grown beyond all thoughts. As we now have golf balls, dog clothes, hoodies, tumblers, t-shirts. The list just is endless now. So please, check us out. Go online. And there's discounts there for you as well. As Andrew and Sparkle has grown our merch. Tell you what, as you wear this merch, or use this merch, people are going to ask you, well, what is a live, laugh, talk? 
when they do you're the person that knows the newest and hippest podcast out there entitled Live Laugh Talk and we definitely appreciate you as our audience this is James and Georgia's baby boy signing off and as you know I can't wait to talk with you again soon.